Welcome to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith, and I will be here each and every week to help you take a moment to breathe in, hear perspectives on careers, life, and many other important tips from some pretty incredible men and women that I get to work with every day. Let me introduce myself first. I'm from the Northeast, and I grew up in New Jersey. My background is corporate pharma, and I've always had a love for science, and helping people is true to my nature. So working in clinical development for over 18 years was an amazing opportunity for me. Seven years ago, I started an additional virtual business alongside my corporate career to create financial diversification and plan what was next for me. Now I have a global business in the U.S., Canada, and Australia, and soon to be Japan, and in this Cup of Joe with Joe, I'll be sharing my journey along with the journeys of all the incredible professionals I work with to help you plan for what's next for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith and we are here with another one of our amazing leaders and my dear friends, Megan Edge. Hey Meg. Hey Joe. Thank you so much for joining today. I am super excited about our topic today. And so for everyone listening, today we're going to be talking about the topic, don't be afraid to reinvent yourself, which right now I think everyone's reinventing themselves a little bit with everything going on. So this is a very hot topic that we need to discuss today. Um, but before we get into our topic, Megan, I'd love for everyone to get to meet you, to get to know you better. So go ahead and share your story. Okay, Joe, thanks so much for having me on today. I have loved listening to your podcasts, and I feel like I've really learned a lot by, uh, by listening um, to everybody that you've had on before. So a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Megan. I have a husband and two children, and I live right outside of Philadelphia. Um, my background is, is a little bit varied, actually, which is why we sort of discuss it reinventing yourself might be a good topic for me to discuss. Um, I've had several different careers. Um, and most recently, for the past 10 years, um, I have been in international importing. And my husband and I have our own business. And it, um, if you had asked me, you know, when I was in college or even 20 years ago, if I would ever own my own business, I would have said that that was not really something that was ever on my radar. And um, so it has been quite an adventure. And, uh, you know, I think that's really kind of the crux of my story uh, that, I've, you know, I think is pertinent today. Yeah. And it's amazing what you and your husband have built for your family. It's really, really amazing. Um, so, and like you said, perfect segue into exactly what we're going to talk about today. I think that, you know, as people go through life, you know, whether you're, you go to college, you don't go to college, you go to trade school, you get experience, whatever you do, you, you, we, ha our parents had the perspective that when they had a job, they had that job forever. And it definitely has not been the case for our generation. And I'm sure generations to come, it's like, you have to not only have a skill, but then have a new skill and a new skill and somehow have balance within all of it. So um, I'd love to hear your perspective, because I know you've definitely worn many hats in your career. So what is your perspective on not being afraid to reinvent yourself? Well, I think actually what you had said about our parents' uh, generation and before is so true. And and I think I entered the workforce after graduating from college with sort of that same perspective. I would get a job. I would be really loyal. I would, you know, um, 
increase my skill set, but within sort of the confines of one company or maybe two companies. And really, that is not the case of the workforce uh, in any in any career, or any career path right now. And um, what I think really is most important, as you said, no matter what what you're doing now, either personally or professionally, really looking at reinvention, not really as changing yourself or becoming a one, you know, doing a 180 and becoming a completely new person. I think sometimes um, when we think about reinventing ourselves, we think, oh, well, we want to change all these things that maybe we're negatively thinking about ourselves. Well, if I could change this, then my life would be better if I could do this. And I don't really think of reinvention that reinventing myself as that way. I more think about, and, you know, when I talk to my children about what they want to do in the future, it's really about discovering what you yourself are already good at and really expanding upon that. Because I think when we approach it like, oh, well, I need to change this about myself, it, it is coming from a negative place. Whereas if we come from a positive place and say, okay, you know what, this is what I'm actually really good at. And, and further exploring that and rediscovering that and creating um, either a position in your professional life or in your personal life where you can grow the things that you're good at. Now, that's not to say that, okay, you never have to do anything you don't want to do, <laughs> right? I mean, in my business, there's there's part of my business that I don't necessarily love, but of course it needs to be done. I mean, I have to pay the bills and I have to do certain things that are not my first choice. But I think knowing what it is that you're good at and really taking a hard, honest look at like, hey, I'm really good at, for example, I'm really good at talking to people, if that's a skill that you know that you have. How can I use that thing that comes so naturally to me that makes me feel so alive? How can I use that to create a job that really is successful and also something that I like to get up every day and do? And I think that can be a really big challenge because when we are in school or when we start our first jobs, we're doing things sort of to, to please, you know, our bosses or please whoever, our parents or whoever. But when we, when we really come into being adults, we have to figure out a way to, to make a living by doing things that we're good at and that we can grow. So I think the other side of reinventing yourself is, or really the real way to look at it is to rediscover who you really are. And then for the parts of your life that you maybe it's not a natural skill set for you. So for example, my husband and I are quite opposite. He thinks in very black and white number driven terms, numbers stick in his mind. And that's the way it is. So we are a good partnership because he brings a skill set that does not come naturally to me. Yes, I can think in numbers, but I have to sort of really force myself to do that. Whereas he, it comes to him very naturally. So I think not being afraid to surround yourself with people who bring skills that you don't naturally have um, really can guide you into the next phase of what you want to do. But I think more importantly than anything, as I had said earlier, is looking at yourself with a lot of honesty 
and looking at yourself and, and valuing the things that you're good at without looking to other people and say, oh, well, they're so much better than me at this or, or whatever. I, I don't think that's a, a great way to move forward. And I think also reinventing and rediscovering yourself, you have to embrace the fact that everything you try is not going to work, right? That is key. And if you understand that right from the start, you don't have to feel badly when things go wrong. You think, okay, I expected that. I, I Maybe I didn't expect that particular outcome, but I expected things to not always go the right way. And sometimes that can be the key to opening up a, a, a whole world of possibility. So I think that's really how I look at reinventing myself. Everything I have tried has not worked. Everything, some things I have tried have worked well beyond my expectations. Um, but I have tried really hard not to ever think of something as a huge disappointment. It's always just an opportunity to do something better. I love that. I love that. And you know, it's really interesting when you were talking about something you're good at that actually can lead you to the next thing. One of my leadership capabilities when I was in corporate America and pharma, it was always on my performance eval that I worked collaboratively. That was my gold star. I knew it would be on there every year because I am. That's mm -hmm. just something that I'm good at. And the crazy part is I never really looked at that as a skill set that would really truly lead me on to what was next for me mm. and what I would reinvent myself into, really. And so in Rodan and Fields, working collaboratively is absolutely what we do every single day. And it is a huge part of why I'm successful in this business because I love to wake up every day work collaboratively with our teams, honestly, work collaboratively with my customers to get what's mm -hmm. best for them. Yeah. And when we're going into new markets, new cultures, that is absolutely a leadership capability that is necessary to be successful there too. Yeah. So what do you think when you started with Rodan and Fields, what do you think your key skill that you got to you were able to reinvent in your Rodan and Fields business. It's so interesting because one of the things that drew me to Rodan and Fields was actually um, my husband and I had started our own business in 2017. And it was hard. I mean, it was really hard. There were a lot of unknowns. And um, so once we sort of had that under our belt, and I felt like, and of course, you know, there's always challenges that come up. But when I, when I realized, okay, we just, you know, started a business and, and it's working and it's, it's, it's really working. And then I looked and, and you brought the opportunity to Rodan and Fields to me. And I hadn't looked at it in the way that it was this self-sustaining business that you could just start. You could just start at any time and you could be successful. And when I looked at it through that lens and I realized, okay, I have just gone through this whole year of starting up a company and trying to figure things out and, and doing lots of things that I didn't know how to do and, and having to figure that out imperfectly. And I saw this opportunity with Rodan and Fields really as this great business opportunity that anybody could open the box and start a business. And I thought, 
giving birth to a business without really sort of the labor and delivery part (laughs) was just so amazing to me. And I felt like it was a great opportunity for me to expand my business portfolio. And I also felt like it was a great opportunity for everyone else who, you know, when I was starting my business, that was my full-time job to make this business work. But the majority of people, you know, have a career and they they are not going to be devoting 40, 50, 60 hours a week to starting a business, right? Most people don't have the time to do that. And Rodan Fields offered the opportunity to not have to do that, to open a box and have a business and a successful business with the back office completely taken care of. So the things, you know, if I'm to say what are not my favorite things about having my own business, a lot of it is the nuts and bolts behind the scenes and Rodan Fields takes care of that for us. So to me, this was like a a perfect way for myself or anybody (laughs) else to start a, a very um, enjoyable, collaborative business. And so that's what really what drew me to it. I think before I had started my own business, I didn't really understand what it took and how, how much easier it was to start a business with Rodan and Fields than it was from the ground up. <laughs> yeah, I always love your perspective on that. It always makes me feel even better. I mean, I, I didn't know any different because I came from a biology background, so no business background. So I didn't know the things that you actually would go, like the, the things that you've described, that, the product development, the labeling, the packaging, the shipping, all those things are done for us. And I never knew that, I never knew really how hard those things could be. So right. I always appreciate your input on that. And it's incredible for me to have you as a friend and then see you just be also an incredible businesswoman leader. You bring so much to our team and I appreciate all of your business savvy input. Believe me, you teach us things every single day with all of your experience. Oh, like, like, <laughs> likewise, likewise. I feel to be honest with you and you know, it, it probably sounds, I don't know. I, I feel that working with our team and, and that's a, a huge credit to you, too, because you, you are a very collaborative, very, very supportive person to work with. And I feel like it has made me better at my job. I feel like it has made me a better friend. I, and I feel, to be honest with you, I really feel like it has also made me a better parent because sort of that idea of playing to your strengths, it seems quite obvious, doesn't it? Um, but I think a lot of times, you know, our kids are in school and they, they are, you know, taking nine, 10 different subjects and we expect them to be, you know, great at all of them. But then when you really take, take a step back and you think about it, you know, you do have to play to your strengths. And I don't think that that can ever be repeated enough. Wow. That's, that's, wow. I never thought about that. I think I need to take that in consideration with all the e-learning we're doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't expect them to be perfect at everything. (laughs) That's a good, that's a good tip for me today, Megan. Thank you very much for that. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I have to remind myself of that very often. (laughs) Yeah. So that was amazing. Thank you so much. So, okay. Each week, within Rodana Fields, we, and, and, and on our podcast, we are the number one premium skincare line in all of North America. And we share our best tips, uh, the best, our favorite products. So Megan, what is your best tip or favorite product that you want to share with everyone? Well, I would have to say my favorite product in, 
for anything is the Rodana Fields Active Hydration Serum. It, 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 it just makes your skin glow. It increases the hydration in your skin, you know, by 200%. And that's not just a number. I mean, that is really true. It, I think it takes years off your life because it just gives you that glow and it makes your skin feel so good. So active hydration serum is definitely something. Anyone who knows me knows how I have always said, no, you have to try it. It's so good. You will not regret it. <laughs> so that is definitely my favorite skincare tip. Use active hydration serum because it will make your skin look the difference between a raisin. The difference between a raisin and a grape is hydration. So put hydration on your face <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love the hydration serum. And my husband actually even uses it on his hands. Yes. So it's really interesting. It really, it's, it's pretty incredible. It, it is. I, I agree, especially right now because we're all washing our hands all the time. Uh, yes. You cannot have too much hydration on your hands. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's great. Thank you for sharing that tip. And thank you to everyone who tuned in this week. I am sure you loved it as much as I did. And we will chat next week. See you later. Bye. Thanks for having me. Tune in next week to see what's brewing with our next cup of Joe with Joe. 